Hello, this is Aaron Bounds, pastor of the Anchor Church located in Zanesville, Ohio. I want to say thanks for tuning in today. I hope this podcast inspires you, encourages you, and helps you to live the life God called you to live. Come on, we can do better than that. He's been good to us. Come on, let's give him glory. We give you glory, Lord. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. Why don't you greet somebody in Jesus' name and tell them hi. It's good to be here tonight. Welcome everybody to the house of the Lord this midweek service. And uh, we do that in McConnellsville. We tell them, <laughs> you know, greet one another in Jesus' name, man. No fellowship, 15, 20 minutes, which I, I love it because that's a, that's a good sign. Amen. Um, I do want to say that Sunday we baptize one in Jesus' name. Come up out of the water speaking with other tongues. Getting ready to baptize another in Jesus' name. And uh, get ready to baptize another gentleman in his 60s. Lost his wife about four years ago. And uh, just come to the house of the Lord, just, uh, Elder Millie just cries. Presence of God, have Bible studies with him. And uh, a Chuck and uh, saw the truth and repented and got the Holy Ghost as well. Uh, it's been two weeks ago now. He's got the Holy Ghost. His name's David. And uh, he's scheduled to be baptized. And so he uh, said, the devil is a liar. Um, he, he got around somebody that had COVID, so he got quarantined. So I called him this morning. We were <laughs> praying and talking. I said, the devil is a liar. We're going to baptize you in Jesus' name. As soon as you come up out of that quarantine, in Jesus' name. So he's excited. His name's David. The Lord has just so touched his life. It's so powerful. In your 60s, I can't imagine just the faithfulness and love of God. In, your, in his 60s and um, lost his wife about four years just sitting at that home and here come along Jesus. Isn't that powerful? Praise the Lord. And so I'm thankful. I'm thankful for a praying church. And tonight my assignment is to um, um, try to just talk about a little bit about discipleship uh, as pastor has instructed me to. So I'm, we're going to do that tonight. I want to go to 1 Corinthians chapter 9 and uh, in Jesus' name, and talk about it a little bit. Sister Lake is doing a fine job. Praise the Lord. Our pastor is definitely preaching the house down. <laughs> Appreciate Brother and Sister Boston. Amen. And uh, having Bible studies with him, and she's having Bible studies. Sister Candace is a beast. She's teaching Bible studies, and she's doing a wonderful job. Praise the Lord. She is every week. Every week. And, uh, She's doing a wonderful job. We just sit in the office and tears come to our eyes just talking about the Lord and how God, good God has been since they've come to the Lord. So in Jesus' name, isn't that wonderful? The Lord's still in the saving business. Amen. No matter what it looks like on the outside, the Lord's still handling his business. Amen. He said, I must be about my father's business. That's the nature of the Holy Ghost, kingdom business. Amen. Uh, starting at verse 19, 1 Corinthians chapter 9. Verse 19, and I'll end at um, 22. Verse 19, for though I be free from all men, yet have I made myself servant unto all, that I might gain the more. 
And unto the Jews I became as a Jew, that I might gain the Jews. To them that are under the law, as under the law, that I might gain them that are under the law. To them that are without law, as without law, being not without law to God, but under the law of Christ, that I might gain them that are without law. To the weak became I as weak, that I might gain the weak. I have made all things to all men, that I might by all means save some. Let's read that one part together. I'm going to read this part. Would you repeat after me after I read it? Um, I have made all things to all men, that I might by all means save some. Can we read that part together as a family on the count of three? One, two, and three. I have made all things to all men, that I might by all means save some. And would say amen. You can be seated in the presence of the Lord. Uh, one great thing in the book of Acts, if you're a, you read the Bible at all or just take time to do devotion or study the word of the Lord, uh, that you'll see in the book of Acts, the reason why they had such perpetual rev revival is because they had such great unity, great unity, different personalities, <laughs> Yeah, that comes with the turf, doesn't it? Everybody's got a different personality in here, right? Not everybody likes blue or pink or gray. We're all different, but we're the same in that we need the Lord's forgiveness, didn't we? We need the Lord's blessing. Amen. His spirit. And so they had a perpetual uh, focus, a keen focus on um, unity. Um, everybody when you look at it, they weren't trying to do their own thing. They were trying to do the Lord's thing in their personality of what God created them to be to further the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. And so if we are baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost, and if you're not, you can be tonight. Amen. Praise the Lord. You can ask God for forgiveness. You can repent of your sins and be baptized in Jesus' name right over there in that water. Have your sins washed away, your past buried never to be remembered of again, and be filled with the Spirit of Almighty God. Can I get a witness from somebody? Amen. Amen. Aren't you glad you got the Holy Ghost? Right? Praise the Lord. I'm glad I got the Holy Ghost. Man, you know, I'm enjoying the trip to heaven. It's been tough sometimes, but the Lord's good. Amen. So unity is key. Unity is key. Um, you can have the Holy Ghost, but you have to let the Holy Ghost get you. And I'll just say that the Holy Ghost don't, I mean, the Lord don't really need none of us. I'm not trying to say that to be mean or contentious at all. He really don't. He chooses <laughs> to work with us. Amen. By grace, you are saved. Uh, you know, that picture of the cross is, you know, he died. They beat that flesh to a pulp. He was marred more than any other man. You couldn't recognize him. Um, and so, which is, you know, a typology also as well that, you know, we, we should have no confidence in the flesh. God doesn't call me because I'm intelligent or I got it together or because I'm caramel, you know, my complexion or, or you know, I got a little bit of whatever. He don't call me because anything good. He calls me and you to do something great for God because he's merciful. God is love. Praise the Lord. And everybody in here. God created you. 
You are fearfully and wonderfully made by the hand of Almighty God. That's powerful. And so that within itself, being made in the image of God, keeps us away, Sister Boston, Brother Boston, from excuses uh, not to do something for God. Praise the Lord. Because when he saved you, he didn't save you on an accident. Some of the most unpleasant or, or I would say mean people are, are people who don't do anything for God. Praise the Lord. It's true. I mean, you could, it, the, the, the way to get your joy, the way to have your peace continually besides prayer and, and the word and seeking the face of Almighty God is getting in with the vision of Almighty God. Amen. Go into all world and preach the gospel. Tell them everything that I have taught you. Amen. And, and don't, don't, don't be, fall, uh, find yourself in the same category as the unprofitable servant. You read that, that's really strict. The unprofitable servant is the one that uh, supposedly was saved, but he's acting like the sinner. The sinner don't talk about Jesus, but in a derogatory way. They don't invite people to church. They don't tell you how good God is. They don't, get, they don't have a testimony. And Jesus was lining up the, the sinner just with the unprofitable servant. How in the world, if I have God's spirit and he has saved me, he has delivered me, and that's a strong word, delivered me from drugs and alcohol, and I'm just naming a couple. I mean, there's, there's a plethora of sins out there, but it, it, one sin in itself. I mean, God saving us, that is a miracle. That's a miracle that you come to church with people you, that, that you might not get along with all the time and God puts love in your heart to, to pray for them and to love them. That's the grace of Almighty God. Can I get a witness of somebody? That's the Holy Ghost because we all need each other. That, that, is, that is a great uh, apostolic element to have in being soul winners and being a, a good functioning church is to have a mind and heart of unity. I'm not against you, you ain't against me. I need you just like you need me. I don't care if you're black, white, you got money, rich, poor, or you're homeless, or you just shot heroin up last night. If you come in the house of the Lord and God saved you, I need you right now as if I was, only the religious people, they, they, can't, they can't glorify God in that. Can I get a witness from somebody? Let me just go ahead and say it right now. Don't forget where you came from. Because <laughs> God can get your attention real quick. Real quick. Don't forget where you came from. Hallelujah. Can I get a witness from somebody? If it wasn't for the grace of God, we'd, still, we'd be lost on our way to hell. I don't want to go to hell for anybody or anything. Do you? I don't. I don't want to go to hell. And you don't have to go to hell. Not to me, I mean, talking, preaching about hell shouldn't be negative in an apostolic church. I mean, that, that'll produce the fear of God in you. Ain't nobody called to go to hell. Hell was not made for you, but the devil and his angels. It wasn't made for us. We choose to reject the counsel of God. We choose to reject the preacher. We choose that. You've got a free will. So don't take the bait like, oh, they're, they're, they're never going to be changed. They're never going to be right with God or they're called to go to hell. That ain't true. Some of y'all wiggling in your seats. I'm just talking about the truth. Amen. If I preach the truth, I'm all right. Amen. And we need each other, don't we? Can't forget where we came from. 
One quality of being a good soul winner and being a, uh, a discipler, if you will, is to be nice. Look to your neighbor and say, I'm going to say this. Let's say this together. Y'all looking at me? I'm coming right where you are. Listen, look to your neighbor and say, this is the word for 2022 and infinity. Be nice. Y'all know how to preach all day long. Can I get a witness from somebody? Is this all right tonight? Be nice. Don't be in Walmart with your nose up in the air. <laughs> Looking the part, but inside your heart, you're not being the part. Is this too real for y'all tonight? You know it's the truth. Senior brother and sister at Walmart, did you to go to the other aisle just so you don't see them so you can get in and out real quick? Y'all don't want to talk to them. Right? And we'll say, you can do it. it look, look at the scripture, Proverbs 18, 24, before you go any further. And we'll say, be nice. I've seen people ruin it. They can be gifted, but their attitude is nasty. Ain't going to win nobody. I don't care if you preach, teach, or whatever. You come in the house of the Lord, don't talk to nobody and leave. You ain't going to win no souls. Amen. You don't want to be around somebody that's mean and negative. You want to be around somebody that has iron sharpens iron. You know, that's going to make you the best that you can be. If you want to get better, you got to put what's better in front of you. Can I get a witness from somebody? And if you mean get around nice people, it's going to rub off on you. I never see nobody mean win anybody to the Lord. And better yet, keep them in the same pew and in the same church you go to. I believe that alone. Proverbs 18.24, can, can you put that up? A man that hath what? Must, everyone say must. Show himself what? I ain't got no friends and ain't nobody like me. Well, make yourself friendly. Do you know when the altar call starts at the church? When they come through that door and you shake their hand. It's true. It's true. The ice is broken before they come to the altar. We're working hand in hand with what? The preach word of God, the worship, the praise, those who's been praying for that service. And when they come in, you're being nice. You're not being mean. Hallelujah, anyhow. Never ever let your problems get you down. <laughs> if you got a bad day, go home and get along with God. Because little do you know, whether you're in the pulpit or the pew, whatever, that you're a saint of God, you're anointed. Amen. And when you're outside of this building, and when you're inside of this building, we're talking about discipleship, we're talking about soul winning, we're talking about a perpetual soul winner, a perpetual disciple, disciple maker. And everybody's in that category because God saved each and every one of us. And everybody got a testimony. And we overcome the enemy by the blood of the lamb and the word of what? Our testimony. And so when we're out there, it's a snowball effect. You're not only representing Jesus when we're out in the community. You represent your pastor, your church, your brothers and sisters. Can I get a witness from somebody? And we don't need to be out there. I'll leave that alone, but just being unprofitable when it comes to the house of the Lord, like, ooh, I love you, and talking in tongues and being like, we've been like that all week. That's fake, and God knows it's fake. 
And trust me, people coming off the streets and people that, 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 that are coming into the house of the Lord, they're going to know if you fake or you real. Oh, y'all got quiet on me on that one. Are we just talking tonight? They're going to know if you're fake or you're real. Praise the Lord. Don't turn me off now. Don't turn me off now because everybody in here has a different personality to reach someone in your personality field. Amen. And so I, I challenge the young people. I challenge young people. Bible class in the morning, I take that as a great honor to teach that young generation. And one thing I told them, I said, if, if, if you can be a praying generation, a man of God can preach to you anything and you will, you will, you will succeed at whatever. Praise the Lord. Amen. And I told him, I, I recorded it too, Elder. I put it up. We was talking about soul winning. I, I had the Bible study out into his marvelous life. We went through that uh, in a week and, 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 and we did like some role playing. It got a little challenging a little bit. And it's like everybody can win a soul. Everybody can plant a seed. Everybody, you know, so on and so forth. And uh, I, I recorded it. I said, listen, by, by 2022, by 2022, your goal is to win a soul. Now, I'm about to say something that's going to be tight and it's going to convict you. Okay? Don't take it as condemnation. Take it as the word searching your heart. Are you hearing me? I pray that no one's offended by, by anything that I say or preach tonight. My goal is to help you and kind of kick you in the gear to reach out to somebody to get them where you at, saved. Amen. I went to church to pe with people for years. Years. Let's say I love Jesus. And most people that you go to church with that claim to be apostolic don't have one soul who they've won to the Lord. Now, don't turn me off now. I'm being real. Don't, don't turn me off. I'm being real. And you know I'm being real. And the reason why the most thing that surrounds that, let me tell you what it is, it's fear. God hasn't given you a spirit of fear, but of power and of love. Hallelujah and of a sound mind. Can I get a witness of somebody? You don't have to be on a pulpit to win a soul. All you have to do is to be prayerful, have your personal relationship with God, kicking on all eight cylinders and so on and so forth. And when you're out in the community, it's the harvest field. If the Lord says, buy this person a meal, give them $20, invite them to church, tell them Jesus love you. That's not the devil telling you to do that. That's the Holy Spirit. That's a still small voice. Can I get a witness from somebody? And what you have to do is yield to that. I'm afraid of people that's been in church. I'm not talking about six months or a year, but for years and say, I'm apostolic. And you look around their life and it's like, we're supposed to be fruitful and we're supposed to multiply. And it's like, we have nobody beside us. That's saying amen to my pastor. Because I believe he's preaching the truth. Amen. Are y'all with me tonight? I know that was a little heavy. But I want you to go home tonight. I'm not preaching. I'm just, I'm just talking. I want you to go home tonight. I want you to wake up in the morning and say, Lord, I'm, I'm call, I, I believe this message. 
This Acts 2.38 message, the gospel of Jesus Christ. How long have I been in church, Lord? Ain't nothing wrong with the word. It ain't, and, and ain't nothing wrong, wrong with the people that need the word. <laughs> Generally, it's something to me. And, and what comes in that is fear. I rebuke the spirit of fear trying to govern your life. I got one right. I'm going to say it again because that's Bible. I rebuke the spirit of fear that's trying to govern your life. It is a spirit of fear that, that listen, that will trick you to get you in, in a place to where it's like, well, now I don't have time and I don't have this and I don't have that. Hogwash. Everybody got 24 hours a day. Should I back up off of it? <laughs> Somebody say, praise the Lord. And everybody in this, everybody in here tonight is accountable for this message. Because the gospel that worked for you will also work for your neighbor. Praise the Lord. It'll also work for the one that God told you to invite to church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because as saints and as a pastor, my goodness, the, 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 the burden of, of the responsibility and the commitment of the, the, the covenant of winning souls is we can't walk away. We're not called to walk away. The sinner can walk away, but we can't walk away from sinners. Praise the Lord. We are in covenant with God. We are children of promise that know the truth and have the truth and have the anointing of the word of God to reach out to somebody so they're not lost for all of eternity. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I know I was yelling a little bit. You guys all right? I think it needs to grip us. I, I, I wept. I wept, Sister Myers. After that boy went in and shot 20-some people in the school, babies. You hear me? Babies. Went in the grocery store and killed 10 people. Woke up this morning. And listen, I'm not a doomsday. I'm a realist. I'm not sticking my head in the sand. This is, I'm not doing that. Because some of those things are truth that will prick our heart to get us to where we need to be. Praise the Lord. Woke up this morning and there was a massive earthquake in Afghanistan where a thousand, more than 1,000 people have been killed. That went into eternity. I know we got to pet the dog and feed the kids and do everything like that. But I, 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 I plead you, I plead to you in the Holy Ghost. Protect this great commission, this great responsibility that the whole church has to win somebody for God. You're not the savior. You're the one that has the word, the seed to give out to somebody. Don't be afraid. Don't only be nice, but speak. Oh, come on now. Can I get a witness of somebody? Speak. I don't know where those thousand people went. I don't want to be lost, man. I want to be lost. And, and making yourself all things to all men, it's impossible. It's, it's impossible without a personal devotion with the Lord. You start seeking the Lord, he's going to share his heart with you. You can't fake the funk. There's pain in his heart. He doesn't, the Bible says he don't have joy when the sinner dies. Whose blood is it on? Our hands. Those are, 
tough scriptures. And I want them out in front of me daily. I want a prayer life and relationship so strong with the Lord, Brother Michael, that if God blesses me or, or I suffer need or whatever, that I'm content with him. I'm content with his purpose in and through my life. You can win a soul. And I'm going to go deeper than that as inspiration. I'm going to go deeper than that. You're called to win a soul. Praise the Lord. One of those greatest goals besides being saved and knowing the Lord and making sure your heart's right with God and having peace with God is to be a soul winner. And I'm not going to say it's not going to cost you. It's going to cost you sometimes, but you can do it. Right? We're not in it for the loaves and fishes. Amen? We're in this for the right thing. Hallelujah. We're going to pray right now. I know been a couple heavy deals, but the only way to be a soul winner, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. I can't inspire you to. That might be a start for get you to pray in maybe one or two days. But it has to be birthed by you getting along with God and the truth of these scriptures and letting the truth grip your heart. That it, it arrests you. Now you got, you got scriptures like uh, Put Luke chapter 14 up there real quick. Please. And verse 26. Show you something. Now, let's read this together as a family. Is that okay? Now, listen. Now, l l listen to Brother Nehemiah. This is the word of God. You can't water it down. Don't water down with your life or your culture or, or food on the table. Don't do that tonight. Let the word find its place in your heart. Amen. Heaven and earth will pass away, but what? My words ain't going nowhere. Praise the Lord, right? Let's read this together as a family. One, two, and three. If any man come to me and hate not his father and mother and wife, and children, and brethren, and sisters, yea, and his own life also. He cannot. What are you going to do with that scripture in eternity? But you know what that makes me want to do? Makes me want to pray. And he's not talking about abandon your family and abandon all of that. That's not what he's talking about. He's talking about, I, I am first in your life. And when you're with your family and when you got your baby and when you're with your friends, I told you to speak to so-and-so. I told you to text so-and-so. I told you to take about three minutes and call so-and-so to see how they were. And we went on with our life without putting the Lord first. 
It's tight, but it's right. Let's read the next one real quick. On the, on the count of three, one, two, and three. And whosoever doeth not bear his cross and come after me cannot be mine. Do you want to be a disciple of Christ? I do. And the word search in all of our hearts right now. That's strong, man. I didn't say that. God manifest in the flesh said that. What can we do against that counsel but yield to it? And God bring a balance to our lives that we can win a soul for God. You might plant it. The other one might water it. But the apostle Paul said, it's God that gives the increase. Praise the Lord. He is the Savior. But you got to plant something for it to be watered first, right? Amen. And I pray even right now, God's going to give you an opportunity. I speak even prophetically to you. God is going to give you an opportunity to win a soul. He's going to give you an opportunity to invite somebody to church to say Jesus loves you. He's going to give each and everybody here an, an opportunity to do that. And it's not the devil quickening you to do that. It's the Holy Spirit. Amen. It's the Holy Ghost prompting you to do that. And you're going to realize when you put God's business first... He's going to put your business first. And when you prioritize the kingdom of Almighty God, he's going to give you more time. Praise the Lord. I'm a living witness of it. Hallelujah. I'm a I want my boy looking at me preaching and crying in the morning and praying over souls. What am I going to do? Give you your best life now and give you the American dream? No! Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness and then all these things will be added unto you. I want to look at my boy. I want to look at the people that God's called me to lead and say, you are apostolic. That is the call of God and only what you do for Christ is going to last. Hallelujah to the Lamb of Almighty God. I want to be a soul winner. Hold on, listen to this. I don't want to talk about it and not be about it because if you talk about it and not be about it, you ain't it. It's just the truth. I'm not trying to be mean. Just being honest. But God is not a God that he's a respecter of persons. He's going to be a respecter of your choice today. I can't force you. My responsibility is to preach the word. And once in your heart you go, I understand it. Even if you don't shake your head in your heart, you're like, yeah, that's true. Then it's between you and the Lord. You don't have to have a theology degree, a doctorate degree. Praise the Lord. All you have to do is be obedient. Obedience is better than sacrifice. And it's going to happen to you. It's going to happen on your job. It's going to happen at Walmart. It's going to happen when you're walking. It's going to happen even when you're on vacation. You don't know what that, that person's going through, and God quickens you to ask them, so on and so forth, or, or to speak to them something of Christ. Just do it. You know, it, it, it's, it, I, you can come to music. I'm going to quit. It, it, the, the most tightest services, Sister Pam, generally, is when you talk about giving, prayer, and soul winning. Because those three elements are apostolic. Time, talent, and treasure. Praise the Lord. I pray, and the only way to feel after God how he feels about souls is begin to pray 
and seek the Lord. If your motive is wrong, you're going to find every excuse not to do something for God and to do it when it's convenient for you. That's sin. That's not right because God knows your heart. That's not right. Praise the Lord. I've learned to be, have much. I've learned to have nothing. The Apostle Paul said, but I've learned to be content because I have you, Jesus. And as long as I have Jesus in my heart, guess what? He's seeking to save that which is lost. That's the heart of God. You know what's going to cost you? A brand new heart for some of us. To get up in the morning and say, Lord, I, I've made tons of excuses. You know my heart. You said you reward me openly. I have nobody around me that, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to every conference and every camp, and I'm coming to every altar call from the most greatest preaching I've ever heard in my life. And where's your soul? Because it's not about just me. It's about what you came out of. And they're going to look at you and say, it's you, but it's not you. And you say, this is what Jesus can do. Because after they get baptized, I'm going to keep it real with you. Uh -uh. And some people don't like that. <laughs> but I don't want to stand before the Lord and say, you know. After they're baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost, God has given increase and he has saved them. Then the work starts. Sometimes you don't feel like calling. Sometimes you don't feel like going to Bible study. Sometimes you don't feel like going to the hospital. Sometimes you don't blah, 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 and blah, 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 and, and all of that. And, and I know some, I know sometimes <laughs> that it, it, it's, it's truth. Now, I'm not talking about somebody that's been in church for a few months. I'm talking about years. I'm, that's not who I'm preaching to. Or, te or teaching to, if you will, but for years. Then the work starts. Has anybody, raise your hand if, if there's someone that you, you're trying to reach for God or someone you, you know that you possibly could reach for the Lord. Would you raise your hand? Because we're going to do something. Would you come to the altar and grab your cell phone real quick? If you will, I, I'm not making you. It's, I'm just, I'm asking you. I'm not making you. It's going to be our order call. And, and it, our, our, elder, our elders and those who can't get out there and do it like they used to, we need y'all praying for all of us so we can keep being everything that God has called us to be. Now, y'all got your phone real quick? I got mine. If you don't, if you don't have a cell phone, you left it in the car or whatever, I mean, that's cool. Just do it when you leave, if you would, please. I'm... Ooh, she blowed it up. You still love me. Ooh, yeah. 
but it's singing. It's talking about I done. <laughs> this is what we're going to do. Now, I'm getting it out. I'm, a, I'm finding my person. He's like, I ain't never been to service like this before. This is so winning. We're going to text that person or persons that you've been trying to reach for God. If they don't respond before you go to bed tonight, call them. If they still don't respond, pray for them until they reach out to you. Is that fair enough? Because we can't walk away. You said, turn the other cheek. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who mistreat you. And that's, you can't walk away. So I'm about to text right now. Y'all got yours? I'm about to do it right now. Then we're going to pray. I'm doing it right now. And I want this person. Hey, I'm just thinking about you tonight. I love you. You've been on my mind. Give me a call when you can. Or hit me back and let me know when a good time is to call you. I got to put the glasses up. <laughs> 46, elder, the, 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 doc, the eye doctor lady said, dude, he's like, you need them now. And I said, well, you could probably wait one, one more year and then you can get, you have to get them next time. And I'm like, man. So I got to put the glasses up and do that now. But I just did it. And you know what we're going to do? We're going to pray over them right now. Look at Brother Nehemiah. Soul winning, just like prayer, just like church attendance when you don't feel like it. All those various different things, it's intentional. Because good things will come into your life. And if you let it, it can deceive you from the great thing that you were made for and called to do and called to be. Praise the Lord. And you are the anointed people of God. All you have to do is open your mouth. Make sure you live in the best way you can because we're all growing in the Lord. And try to reach somebody for God. Praise the Lord. And we're going to pray right now. We're going to pray over that person. You don't have to speak it audibly. You can if you want to. And we're going to pray over them right now. And G Brother Gio, come here, Brother Gio. You're going to pray this. You got gift of faith. Where's the microphone? Give him a, let me get a microphone. He's going to pray over this. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. And all you have to do is say, Lord, I, I haven't been caring about people I know like you have. Give me a burden for souls. Give me a burden for souls. Give me a burden for souls. Man of God, would you pray over us, please? Lord, we pray that you would give us a burden for the lost world. God, we bear and we hold this truth, Lord. God, to give us confidence, Lord, and help Ooh. us to remain focused on our mission and why we're here in the kingdom, God. That this is not about feeling good, but God, this is about striving to reach somebody that is lost and on their way to hell. God, I pray that you would awaken the church. You would stir the body of Christ. And God, that you would help us and give us the grace to accomplish the will of God here tonight. Lord, that this word will do what it was set out to do, God. And let it work through our lives, God. Revive our minds and our spirits and our passions and our motives, oh God. Let nothing, nothing suck the life out of the burden that you're placing in our hearts tonight. God, in the name of Jesus, God, that we would fulfill 
the calling of Jesus Christ and this commission that you've commissioned us to do. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I feel the burden of the Lord and God restoring us. Listen. Everyone say, be intentional. That's a prayer list. I might not say every name, but I hold it up to the Lord. And you got to be intentional. And this is a blessed church. A very blessed church. Amen. Where the presence of the Lord is. And you folks are dynamite. You're made the way God made you. To win somebody, more likely probably just like you. Amen. Just go do it. Like he said, go. Go. Praise the Lord. Now listen, that person, they don't respond back to you, call them. And keep praying until they reach out to you. I had someone just recently started texting me out of the blue a plethora of times yesterday that I've been praying for that was baptized in Jesus and filled the Holy Ghost crying, speaking in tongues mighty testimony but the enemy got in but my text even though I wasn't getting texts back on my calls I wasn't getting received back I'm not going to let the enemy barge my mind saying you're, you're, you're not listening to you blah 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 no forget all of that and they begin to text. You know why? Because listen, life will get them. That sin that they step back into is going to produce it. It's going to produce the same thing. And who are they going to come to you? They're going to come to you. You. Brother Michael, what's the one dude? Uh, he texts me. Luke, come here. We're going to pray for Luke right now. I know it's different, but it's discipleship, soul winning, thought, and this is where we're at. And we're going to pray for Luke. How many, how many believe that we pray for Luke, he's going to walk through those doors? Amen. I prophesied that many times in McConnellsville, and they, they've come through the door, standing at the altar with hot tears coming down their eyes, feeling the presence of Almighty God. We're going to be a soul winning church. Praise the Lord after pastor preaches. God, and listen, listen, let me, listen, listen, listen to this. You pray like this. Say, God, lead me and let me run into people who are looking for you. You don't want to waste your time, right? Because we dwell in time. He dwells in eternity. You pray that, God, in this day, I want to affect somebody for you. Let me run into people who are looking for you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And watch God do it. Praise the Lord. Luke, let's pray for him right now. He's going to walk through those doors. Do we all agree? Let's agree right now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Pray, Brother Michael. Let them hear your faith. I pray, God, that you Oh God, coming through those doors, God, draw. No one can come unless you draw, God. Draw, draw. 
God, draw I him, Jesus God, in Jesus' name. Let him know, oh God, that there is mercy and grace. Back to an altar, right God, God, of love and repentance, God. Your spirit would comfort in the name him of the Lord Jesus. God, that you encourage him where he's at. Every backslider, God. God. <laughs> welcome to come back into the house of God. from being on his way back to the yes, house God. of God. I pray in Jesus' in the name. name. Jesus. We believe it, oh God. In the, in the name, name of Jesus. Jesus. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. One more prayer and we're done. This is what we're going to pray. This is what we're going to pray. Me doing dishes one day and I was thinking about somebody. Like, man, Lord, they never, how in the world can they be saved? Hey, yeah, and I was doing dishes. Maybe. And uh, she like when I do the dishes because it helps. So, man, you can remember that. I mean, you can laugh. It's all right. <laughs> and I said that, Sister Milik, concerning a person. And the Lord said, if I can save the Apostle Paul who killed people, he said, I can save anybody. And right there immediately I repented. I said, forgive me, Lord. Change my heart. So the person that you don't think, even if it's your children or whatever, don't believe the lie of the enemy. Ecclesiastic says, as long as there's breath, there's hope. There's still hope for them. You know why? Because you are the voice that's standing in the gap for their very soul. And God's going to listen to you when you pray in the name of Jesus. So we're going to pray for every backslider right now. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. We're going to pray for every backslider. Come here, Brother Noah. Come on. Get up here, my, my brother. In Jesus' name. We're going to pray for every backslider. And listen to me. When you run into them, just say something to them. Be nice. Give them a hug. You hear me? Praise the Lord. Pray for them right now and we're done. Let's, let's agree in prayer. Oh God, this is part of discipleship. We're so with and praying for God, I pray today for every lost soul that lost their way. God, I pray today that you would do a great work. God, I pray that they would feel your love today. Wrapped I pray, oh God, that you bring them to an altar. Bring them to an altar. Let there be a great stirring in there today, oh God. I pray they would feel moving, oh God, in their spirit. And I pray you'd bring them back through these doors today, oh God. I pray that you would have mercy on them. God, show mercy today. And I pray that you would give them another chance. Come on to them one more time, oh God, and bring them back to you. Do work, oh God. Don't let them be lost today. Come on, pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Say praise the Lord. Let's clap our hands unto the Lord. Come on, this is this is truth. And we can do it. Look to your neighbor and say, You can do it. That's the title of the message tonight. Discipleship. Hashtag you can do it. You know why? Because the Bible says what? I can do. I'm still in the Bible. 
through Christ that what? That strengtheneth me. You want to you keen your spiritual senses? Just step out in faith. Amen. Praise the Lord. You're dismissed not from his presence, but from this place. You can stay and pray as long as you want to. <laughs>